Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of How to Live the Podcast, where we have a real meaningful and fun conversations with people who inspire us and sometimes just with each other, which is happening right now. It sure is. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon, and this week we have partnered with the Virgin Australia Melbourne Fashion Festival to deliver you an audio experience of this wonderful festival wherever you are in the world. We'll be chatting to designers, stylists, and entrepreneurs and each other about the secrets to their success, how they've built their careers, and so much more. And today we come to you live from the David Jones Burke Street windows, which is pretty cool because we are sitting in a window right now. Yeah, a really surreal experience to walk past a window and see your brand in there. Not going to lie, but we're pretty excited about this one. We feel like it's a major moment for us. And also technically, tubes. Our shoes are in the David Jones window right now because we are wearing our tubes. So I'm pretty happy about that one as well. Mm, I'm wearing some tweed sneakies, which I just love. I feel like these are the hero of the season. I'm all about tweed for this autumn winter. I've got like a tweed jacket that I've been rocking with a tweed jumper, some tweed shoes. It's all about the tweed, guys. Oh, my God. There's a guy with a giant carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what he's doing with that giant carrot. I think he maybe um, owns a fruit and veg shop. Yeah, like definitely some VM going on there, I feel. Okay. Awesome. Well, really excited about today's episode because as you guys know, there's a lot of stress in the air at the moment. You know, there's a lot going on for us. We're in the midst of fashion week, which is always a stressful time. But beyond that, as we all know, people are pretty stressed at the moment. Yes. It's a bit of a weird time. Corona's happening. The economy's a bit weird. Oh, you said the C word. I I, didn't know if we're going to say the C word. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like everyone's talking about it. We may as well be. And it's a little bit scary and a little bit weird. And to be honest, fashion weeks just generally often are a pretty stressful time for us and just general life gets quite stressful for normal people. So we wanted to do this episode for a really long time to talk about some of the ways that we kind of deal with our own stress when we do experience it, because trust us, we do. So yeah, for us in the few weeks leading up to Fashion Week, so this week, as you know, we've been doing a lot of podcast episodes. Usually we do one a week. This week, we're doing a lot of episodes in this one week. And I personally have been feeling pretty stressed out about it. Like, I don't know why. I just like, I felt it in my body and I couldn't let go of it. And I've had like sleepless nights and it's really gotten to me this time. Yeah. And I guess like the lesson there is that we do have all of these tools in our box that we are constantly trying to utilize to de-stress. But having said that, there are these moments where we are just so freaking overwhelmed and we're like uh this is so hard even all the meditation and all the things aren't like fixing us so like there's definitely a lesson in there and that stress is human and I think we should not be too hard on ourselves when we do experience that stress but at the same time there are these really great tactics that exist that we can kind of introduce into our lives that do make it that bit easier I feel like it's so important to be talking about this and to be sharing with each other what's really working for us Because for me, when I was just so stressed out, I didn't know what to do. I felt this weight on me of this big thing. And I feel like just chatting to somebody about it, you know, I'll come to Jess. Uh, I'm freaking out. We've got this huge podcast going on. We've got all this organization to do. And it just feels like a lot. And then you speak to somebody about it and it's, all right, let's put this into perspective. 
The world is not ending right now that we know of. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is healthy that we know of. Yes. And we're doing this for fun. Why are we doing this? We're doing it because we love it. So I think really being able to let go of that stress and just going with what's in front of you and being able to enjoy it because that's why we do what we do. And I also think that a lot of stress talking in like a work sense or a personal sense, like where it really stems from is this ridiculous pressure that we all put on ourselves, right? I know when Steph's come to me and been really stressed about this week, when she starts talking to me about it, I'm like, so dude, who cares if you don't get that done or we don't get that piece of press? You know, I'm the second person in this and I don't care, but it's the pressure that we Mm. put on ourselves to do the absolute best job, to go 150%. We just need to be less harsh on ourselves rather than like being our own harshest critic and pointing out all the reasons why we're the worst and we're not doing what we want to do. We should just be a bit kind to ourselves. Yeah, it's true. And I think for me, I'm a huge perfectionist. So like if I'm going to be doing something, I need every single T crossed and every I dotted and it needs to be absolutely perfect. And just like reminding myself, it's okay if it's not perfect, (sighs) I can breathe. And speaking of breathing, that's actually been something that's really been helping me lately. Cause I think when we're stressed, we actually, if you stop and realize like you are forgetting to breathe and you're just kind of like, (laughs) yeah, you're like in the like top 30% of your breathing capacity. Yeah. So at times when I've realized that and I've just stopped and closed my eyes and been like, And, you know, like breathed into my belly. Fun fact about breathing is that when you start to breathe really elongated breaths, it actually does start to slow your heart rate down. So there's definitely something in that. Stressed, shallow breath, heart beating really fast. But then if you trick yourself into feeling calm by actively making your breath longer, it actually tricks your body into thinking that you're not stressed, which will make you less stressed. Oh, thanks yoga teacher Jess. That was an amazing explanation. I didn't know why it worked. I just know that it did work. Excellent. (laughs) Something for me, I was really stressed last week. This week has been, now we're in it and now we're just running the marathon and I like the marathon. But before when it was this big looming cloud and I didn't know how it was going to go, that was when I was really overwhelmed. And something that really helped me was just hanging out with friends that just have nothing to do with the scenario. So for me, This is hanging out with friends that don't work in the same industry as me. So they don't work in fashion. So when I sit down with them for dinner and they're like, how are you? And I'm like, oh, it's so much like this, that and whatever. You're like, there's a fashion emergency and I don't know which shoes to wear with this outfit. Yeah, and I have to make eight outfits and I have to do all this stuff. And when you say it out loud to people that are so far removed, you notice how ridiculous it starts to sound. And that's awesome. And I definitely experienced that with Elliot. He works in like the fire safety industry. Couldn't be further from what I do. So when he comes home and he's like complaining about how stressed he is about all this fire stuff and I just laugh because I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't sound that stressful and it just calms him down. Totally. And I think even like you came back from a dinner with friends last week and you kind of had this new perspective on it and it wasn't just that you chatted to them and they were so outside of it. It's also like you got out of the office, you went, you ate some food, you drank some wine, you had some fun. And I feel like when we're in a stressful period, we kind of forget to do that fun stuff. The fun us stuff is the first stuff to go. And I actually did this all last weekend. It was a long weekend. I had a Saturday, a Sunday and a Monday to do whatever I wanted, but I was so nervous about getting sick before this week. And I was so stressed out that I was like, I better just relax. I better just relax. And then, you know, I was sitting on the couch, but I was thinking about being here. And when it got to Monday or Tuesday, I realized, okay, no, like it's okay. Like, Like go out for dinner, like go do that fun stuff that really takes your mind off of the thing that you're stressed about. 
And so on Tuesday night, the night before we had a big interview the next morning, I went out for dinner and yeah. it was so nice. It's so nice. And it's also just really great as well because often I isolate. So like if I'm stressed, I'm isolating and then I'm just kind of left alone to deal. Whereas also when I went out for that dinner, I was surrounded by people I love and inevitably that just brings your values back and you're like, do I care about whether I have the best podcast interview lineup or do I care about the people that I really love and showing up for them and being surrounded by them? And it was just a really nice reminder of, yes, this is important, but it's not the most important. Ultimately, I want to be there for the people I love and have that real connection with people. That's what life's about, right? That's so true. And I think that kind of reminds me about whenever we've sat down with podcast guests here, that's always what it comes back to for them. It's yes, it's awesome that you can be doing this and you can be like having a job that you love. But at the end of the day, it kind of goes back to why do you do this? What really drives you? And if what drives you is connecting with people, which I think for most of us, it really is. Then once you get back to that, it really tends to put things into perspective. Mm. And then there are just some more tangible things that we actually need to tick off, we being me and Steph, in order to keep us sane functioning, happy humans. Mm -hmm. And so one of that is meditating. And recently we did a meditation course on Vedic meditation, which essentially is the same as transcendental, similar if you've heard of that, but they give you a mantra. So a word, a saying, a phrase kind of thing that you just sit with and you say over and over again. And since we did that workshop, we have been meditating for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the afternoon. And more than the meditation, I think what I really get out of that is the fact that even in really crazy times, I'm actually prioritizing myself for 40 minutes a day. And that just feels like a massive win. You know, like if I can get up in the morning and even though I know I have all this stuff and all these people waiting for me to do stuff, but I have just taken 20 minutes to sit with myself and do something for me. I am just in such a better space going into my day because I don't feel like everyone's taking away from me. I already feel so full. It's so true. And I feel like I wasn't sure I was like so wrapped up in, is this meditation giving me something? I don't know. And they say, you know, you need to keep doing it for months and months to see the results. But what you say is so true because I actually realized that when I was meditating myself with the Calm app, I would do it some days, some days I wouldn't do it. But actually the biggest thing that doing Vedic meditation course has given me is now I do it every single day, except this morning. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> I know. I only meditated 15 minutes this morning. Ellie was like, why didn't you meditate? I was like, I did 15 minutes. Yeah, no, I was just, I need the sleep. Like if you need the sleep, you need the sleep. And there are, yeah. there are no rules here. There's you do no, you. Yeah, there's no like you have to be doing this one thing. So yeah, the fact that I take 20 minutes for myself in silence in the morning and 20 minutes for myself in silence in the afternoon even if I'm thinking like crazy during that time, the fact that I've taken out that time for myself, I've closed my eyes, I've gone a little bit inwards, I think is really important. The afternoon one, they say, is like the one that you get more out of. And you kind of see that because we never stop in the afternoon. You go straight from work, you go to gym, you go get dinner, you're doing life admin. We never take that time for ourselves in the afternoon. And I feel like that's a really big one. Yeah. The other thing is finding what works for you. So something that's been an interesting process for us is, 
we both found things that were making us feel full before outside of meditation. And for me, that was gratitude and chanting. And I'll let Steph talk about what hers are. But I felt like just doing gratitude in the morning, writing down five things that I'm grateful for and why I'm grateful for them. I found that starting my day in that way really just gave me this positive disposition. Like I was so much more glass half full, you know, I'd look outside and it would be raining, but I'd notice how beautiful the rain looked on the trees or something like that. That sounds corny. No, that sounded amazing. That sounded relaxing. But you know what I mean? And when I started meditating, I was definitely like, oh, okay, so now I'll just meditate and I won't do the gratitude and I won't do the chanting. But even though I am getting a lot out of meditation, I'm not getting what I was getting out of the gratitude and chanting. And I feel like being okay with that and being like, maybe I need to do all three. And it's a lot, guys. I've started setting my alarm half an hour earlier every morning, which basically means that I'm waking up around 6.20 every day, which is really early for me. But like dedicating that 30 minutes to doing meditation, gratitude and chanting, it really makes a difference. I also though feel so high maintenance. Like whenever I finish, I'm like, ha ha, I'm so high maintenance. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like you're getting your nails done, your lashes done yeah, every single exactly. day, fake tan. I'm like, like, oh, I have to do so many things in order for me to be human. Your soul needs a spa day every single day. Yeah. So what about you? I was doing like journaling every morning. I'd just like get up and write and I'd write a few pages and I've talked about this on the podcast before. Just write down how I was feeling, what I was thinking. And I just found that I was so much more clear on my thoughts all the time. Like I just found that I needed to ask for external advice less I feel like it also put things into perspective for me. Like nothing ever seemed like such a big deal and so stressful because I'd kind of already written it out and I'd been like, oh, I'm thinking this is such a big deal because it feels like it's a big deal. But when I really deep dive down into it, I'm just feeling insecure. I kind of felt like it gave me a lot of clarity. And you actually mentioned to me the other day that you were feeling like, oh, this meditating is great, but you're still doing the other stuff. And it made me realize, whoa, I've been so stressed lately, but I haven't been doing any of my journaling, haven't been doing any gratitude, which I've said before, I used to hate gratitude. And for anyone being like, ooh, gratitude, you know. No, no, it works, guys. It works. Like it's magic. It's like, like medicine. Yeah, like it changes you from a negative person to a positive person. And like we're pretty cynical people and – now gratitude. Who knew? Yeah, I know. I always used to think it was a buzzword that yoga teachers would say to me in Shavasana. I know, but like, don't take our word for it. Go just like do some gratitude. Just write down every day, like these three things I'm grateful for. Even if you feel stupid, oh, there's a pretty bird in my tray. I'm grateful for that bird. Like it makes me feel good. Just write it down. See how you feel about it. So I have come back to this gratitude journal and the meditation. So I too am very high maintenance now, but I'm feeling really good for it. And I feel like, honestly, I feel like I wasn't sure of all the things that I'm doing. What's the biggest thing? For me, it's journaling. Hmm. Like journaling, writing down my thoughts. It's kind of like I've become my own therapist. It's really good. Another thing that I do that is pretty amazing. Like it's an amazing experience is this sound healing. Mm. Oh my God. So I go to this sound healing in Caulfield. Jess has been a few times and randomly when I talk to people about this lately, everyone's like, oh, this sound healing Caulfield, this sound healing Caulfield. Israeli oh. sound healing man in Caulfield. Yeah. So How he, much does it cost? It costs $45 a session and it's a couple hours. He talks about astrology, which I know millennials are so into. So if you're into like that kind of astrology stuff, definitely recommend. He'll just talk about what's going on in the world, make you feel 
feel good about it. He'll be like, have you been feeling just like crazy lately? Like everything is totally stressing you out. And you're like, yes. And he's like, oh, well, that's because Jupiter's moving into Saturn and like the moon. There's is going, always like, a reason, guys. There's always a reason. And you just feel supported by him. And then he does this whole sound healing and gives you crystals. But really like there's something about this. Again, if you're skeptical, just go do it. And I swear to you, you will have the best sleep of your life mm, afterwards. Yeah, I've been and I remember I just went home and I like tried to stay in the sleepy state, you know, eyes half closed kind of thing. That's safe when you're driving. Oh my God, yes. And then just had the best sleep. So the other day, Renan and I went to sound healing together and we got home and we were like, come sleepy, make a sleepy tea go read a book in bed. And then Panther was there and he was really excited to see us. And we were like, okay, let's just take Panther to the park. We never get to take him to the park at night. Yeah. He's a little crazy about the possums and stuff, but we'll just take him. So we take him to the park. And while we're there, he like grabs something and he like starts chewing and chewing and chewing. And I was like, shit, Panther, drop, drop. What is that? What do you got in your mouth? And he like tries to gobble it up. But then like he starts doing this like chewing thing and he won't stop doing this chewing thing. And I was like, oh no, something's in his mouth. Something's stuck in there. So we like went from this zen sound healing state to them like we're at home prying his jaw open one of us is holding it open while the other one's sticking their hand down his throat we've got like shining a torch on it we didn't know if it was a broken tooth or it was like a piece of something stuck on his tooth anyway finally we get it free and then he like gobbles it up and swallows it and Renan was like oh no now I'm super worried about Panther can he sleep in our room I'm like we always have a bad sleep when Panther's in our room anyway so we did not maintain the zen from the sound healing (laughs) Panther had to sleep in our room Renan was super worried but we had the best sleeps of our lives anyway Oh, it really works. It's that's like taking so a sleeping pill. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Something else that I've been finding is really great for me to de-stress is time away from phone. So like my phone is the bane of my existence. It's the source of a lot of my stress. So when I kind of figured that out, I feel like we figured that out together about two years ago, we turned off our email notifications. Oh yeah. I can't believe people have email notifications. And all our social media notifications. So now the only notifications on our phones are like messages and whatsapps and honestly that made such a difference you don't need to be notified the second someone emails you you it's really don't okay that like you can actively go and check your email like it should be an active choice that we make not something that's being forced upon us mm. especially in weeks of stress you would think this week when we're having crazy time we would have our notifications on because people are constantly trying to contact us no we still don't have them on. Well, and actually it's the opposite. We've got an out of office on our email that says, sorry, we've got a huge week and we probably won't be checking our inbox. Yeah, because it's a pretty crazy time. And we get this too, that like someone will send us an email and like if we don't respond within a few hours, they'll follow up. And it's like, dude, it's not instant message. Like we're not on MSN back in like 2000. Emails is like, you'll get to it when you have time. Otherwise they can call you if it's urgent and we have those notifications on, people can call us, Mm -hmm. but they just don't need to contact you all the time. Yeah. It's such a good one. And I think the opposite of technology is nature and getting into nature is so, so helpful. I actually went and did this thing called forest therapy that I don't think I've told you guys about. I found this thing on the Botanic Gardens website, which is this beautiful gardens. And every Sunday they run this thing called forest therapy, which is like a trend that got developed in Japan when depression rates were really soaring. And I didn't know what it was. I signed Renan and I up for it. I thought it would be fun. And we went on a Sunday morning and you spend two hours 
basically hugging trees. There's a little bit of tree hugging or they say if you want to hug a tree, you can or you can just touch it or whatever. But you go through these like different areas of the botanic gardens and in certain areas it's about smells and you just smell in the herb garden, you're smelling all the herbs. And then in other areas they give you a microscope and you get to look at things up close. And it was so interesting because everybody there, like the only thing that these people had in common, I would say, is that they were human. There wasn't a demographic that was going, it wasn't like going to a yoga class where, you know, it's typically like girls in their 20s and 30s or something like that. Like it was just all different people there. And we were all just going there because we all just felt a little stressed out. And actually they've scientifically proven that if you spend something like half an hour immersed in nature once a week, don't quote me on it, that is actually proven to reduce stress levels. So there's this group that runs these things all over the world. If you just Google forest therapy, they run them in like beautiful gardens and things like that. And honestly, there's just something about being with trees that they're so still and the air around them is just clearer. And it just really like brings you into the present moment and everything else just kind of dissipates. Mm, Absolutely. And like just generally being outside is really nice. Again, if I think of times that I'm really stressed, I'm like always in my house and I'm like, nah, I can't leave, you know, whatever. Mm. But just getting out, going to the beach or going to a park or going for a walk without your phone, something like that. It just makes such a difference. I also feel like just exercise in general as meditation, you know, like even if you like to go running, that's an awesome way to be outside. And if it takes your mind off everything and you're totally present, it kind of is a form of meditation. Absolutely. And then like if you're going to mention exercise, I'm going to mention yoga because I know I talk about it a lot, but it definitely de-stresses me like I'll have like a two week period where I'm crazy busy and then I'll be like, oh, I just don't feel like myself. What's going on? My body feels all cramped, like it's holding a lot of tension. And then I'll realize like, oh my gosh, I haven't been to yoga in two weeks. That's why. Also because I'm teaching now. So I'm like still feel immersed in yoga, but there's nothing like actually moving your body in like that breath and movement way to really like open you up and let things go. For sure. I mean, I don't do yoga myself because my body's a little bit screwed up at the moment, but I plan on getting there because honestly, every time I hear about anyone talking about yoga, like when we had Jessamine Stanley on the podcast, I was like, "Mm, maybe I should just be going and lying on a mat. You should go to yin. Like you may as well. You can just like lie on a bolster. What is yin? Oh, guys, yin's great for de-stressing. So essentially it's just a really like slow stretching class. But you have like a lot of props. So you have like this bolster, which is basically just a sausage shaped cushion that you can kind of like lie over. And like even because I also have body issues, so like I'm hypermobile and all my joints are like loose. So I can't really like hang out in the deep stretches that they put you in. But I still like to go and I do my own thing and I just lie on a bolster and there's just nice music and someone like is talking you through feeling in your body and Mm. what your the sensations and about being mindful. And they usually do a little meditation at the end. It's really delicious. Oh, cool. I could get into yin and I feel like then I can be like, oh, bye guys, I'm going to yoga. But really, I'm just going to like lie there for an hour. Yeah, like people will fully come in like their trackies and stuff. You don't have to wear leggings or anything like that. It's more just like a sleepy exercise and it's always late in the afternoon. Oh, cool. A few other fun things I love doing, just doing something for myself. Go get a pedicure, go have a massage, you know, things that when you're doing them, you just feel really 
really good and we just kind of forget to do them. Absolutely. And it sounds a bit self-indulgent, but at the end of the day, like we should all be treating ourselves like queens and kings, right? We should. So if you're going to invest in a friend or invest in someone else, you should definitely also be investing in yourself. You should. And also like I haven't been that into watching TV lately and I've been reading a lot more. But actually on the weekend, I went when I was really stressed. I was like, I just need to get out of the house. And I went and I saw a movie. And I feel like when you're watching TV, you're often on your phone. Half of us are like, we think we're watching TV, but really we're kind of like scrolling through Instagram. You're not actually present in what you're doing. And I feel like when you go, you watch a movie, the lights go down in the cinema and you have like the whole experience. You can buy yourself some popcorn. It's just a nice little experience that's not too expensive and it really takes your mind off whatever else is going on. Actually, so this really cute movie called Downhill. It's with Julia Louise Dreyfus. Is that how you say her name? And Will Ferrell. It got like 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I swear nobody's going to go see it, but I actually loved it. Yeah, I think I'm going to go see it. Also, yeah, just seeing like a nice movie as well. Not seeing like a really intense movie. I feel like when I'm stressed and I watch a really like intense gunny movies or soldier movies or something like that, Mm. action movies, it just like heightens my anxiety. Oh, yeah, no, in this movie they're like skiing the whole time and like the whole thing is just vignettes of Austria, you know, snow-capped mountains and you're just like, oh, this is nice. The ultimate relaxation movie. Do you know what I'm going to say? Okay, I've got one in my mind. What is Should it? we say them at the same time? Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. The it's holiday. complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Both great movies. It's complicated, which is with Meryl Streep uh, and Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. And it's just so good. And then The Holiday is also a really good uh, one. Oh, with Cameron Jude Diaz. Law, Cameron Diaz. Kate Winslet. Ah, uh, so good. Jack Black. They should have like Netflix or Stan cinemas where you can like go and you can have the cinema experience, but you can like watch the movie that you want to watch. Yes, I love that idea. So one last little thing that for me really helps is if you're feeling really stressed out by all the news at the moment, don't read the news. I know that people think that we are meant to be completely informed at all times, but it's gotten to a, a bit of an overload now. And I personally actually stopped reading the news about four or maybe less years ago because I was obsessed with the news. She was obsessed, guys. So if you're obsessed with the news and you never stop reading it, that is probably the time to stop reading it. And you know, I find I always am still informed because people will tell you what is going on. And it's not just news in the newspaper or like on a news website. It's wherever you get your news. If you get it from Twitter, if you get it from Facebook, if you get it from Instagram, unfollow, Yeah, is up a little. There is a lot of doom and gloom out there. And I think that if we do read it all, and I know I definitely experience this sometimes, we can just get so so bogged down Mm. and we don't need to because that bogged down feeling it's not productive nothing good happens there only anxiety stress and slowness happens there we become so paralyzed by our fear that we aren't actually able to make good decisions anyway so true and that's really what I felt lately and I think that in line with shutting the news off shutting your social media off sometimes I just drive in my car now in silence Mm. it's so nice we're always listening to music we're always listening to podcasts and that's awesome at the right time but sometimes when you just turn it off and you just let yourself go a little bit it's really really refreshing because I think we all need a little bit more space in our lives to be a lot less stressed 
Hmm. I feel like that's a really nice place to end. Awesome. So, guys, if you did like this episode, please rate us five stars, share it with your friends, help us get the word out so we can be reaching more people. We always love to see you listening to the episodes on Instagram. And come along and join us on Facebook. How to Live the Podcast is our group, and we continue the conversations over there. Our next episode this afternoon will be coming with the fabulous Paul Vasilla from Paolo Sebastian. We are going to be talking to him live from the Vamp Plaza and you'll be able to get that in your podcast app this afternoon. Until then, we hope you have a fabulous day. Sending you lots of love and de-stressingness. And we will be in the Burke Street David Jones windows for the next couple of days. So come along and see us because it's kind of fun because we are in a window and Sarah Darby is illustrating us at the moment. We're very excited to see what she comes up with. So come on down and have a little listen. Bye. Bye. Bye.